Ramble. Welcome to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. Uh, we are in the podcast room. Ariel's in the back. <laughs> I'm in my pregnancy corner. In the pregnancy corner. Pregnancy we got corner. Rachel. Um, Becky's out today. She had some things she had to do. So it's just us three today, guys. Yeah. Uh, no backs. <gasps> no backs. No backs. She could have at least left us, Alfred. I know. I know. She needed like a little placeholder. He would have been the cute right next to me <laughs> you have been hiding scared from all of us but <laughs> and, and all the like technology that's going on in here lots of wires mm -hmm. but there's like a coffee table he could have yeah uh, climbed under snaggled or at least snuggled. orange her little stuffed triceratops yeah. uh -huh. we miss her dearly today um, we do. but we'll be talking about where we haven't really formally introduced you guys to rachel yeah, so we're going to be <laughs> discussing, <laughs> discussing her role in Try Guys LLC and mm -hmm. her role in You Can Sit With Us. Mm -hmm. And just in general, just, just Rachel in general. Yeah. Who has lived a thousand lives. Yes. <laughs> I swear. I feel like every time I talk to you, Rachel, you're like, oh, yeah, I did that thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, Is that? I have an experience with that. Just because I'm the oldest person in the room. You are not the, aren't I? Aren't Wait, are you older no, than Rachel? I think I'm older. Or older than Ariel? I think How so. How old are you? I'm 35. Oh, yeah. I'll be 35 in November. <gasps> yeah. You guys are very I'm the oldest. Oh. Older than you by like six months. Wow. But isn't Eugene? Eugene is 35. Eugene is younger than me by like, he's 35 in January. He's younger than me by like four months. Got six it. months isn't that long when it comes to like, no, no, life. no. Life. Life. It's true. It's Although, true. It, it, I swear, Rachel has lived a thousand lives. No, I total, completely agree. Like, you know, when you tell me about, I don't know, past jobs and things like that, I'm like, how did you have that job and also this job <laughs> and also this job? Anywho, we'll talk all about it. Uh, there was an earthquake. Oh my, oh, my gosh. Over the weekend. On Saturday after, or Friday. After Friday. we received one of the worst news from... Friday was a rough day. I know. Yeah. I know. I was actually in bed tucked away, and my sister was actually spending the night with us that night. We had just watched a movie, and I just hear Zach from the other room go, Earthquake! And then him and Yvonne are in one room, and I'm in the other, and Bowie's just like going nuts. And I just like... I, I didn't know what to do, but I've learned just from the many that happened within the span of two years just to like put my comforter over my head and like <laughs> brace and like, snuggle and snuggle I'm not sure I wasn't, I wasn't near anything I was you, you grew up in in a, like in the LA area yeah. so did you ever uh did you have to do earthquake drills oh yeah 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 I was always like right underneath your desk hold on to like one of the mm -hmm. legs yeah that so whole what thing. are you supposed to do do you know I think you're just supposed to like Brace yourself, go next to a wall or anywhere, not anywhere near glass, preferably. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that I have learned, don't run. Don't run. Do not run. Yeah. Uh -oh. I've, I was always, so I grew up into where I was, uh, we moved away when I was six. Mm -hmm. We lived in LA. And so we went through a few earthquakes and uh, they always said, just drop. Mm -hmm. Just drop to the floor. Yeah. No matter where you are. Mm -hmm. Even if you're near a window or something like that, just drop to the floor and cover your head. Because if you, if you run... Or like try to get somewhere like you're going to be too uh, confused or like, you know, trying to get somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so just wherever you are, just drop and just protect your head and just protect your head. 
Yeah. Well, I ran. Of course you, you did. You ran. I know they say to do the doorways and stuff, but I not ran. all doorways no, we are were made dead asleep, equally. fully asleep, because yeah. it's eleven thirty-eight p.m. and you know we have babies. And I woke up. I didn't wake up and feel an earthquake and decide to run. I woke up while running towards the baby's room. Oh my gosh, so scary! Yeah. So I just like got up and ran towards oh. their room. This is the first one that something in our house broke. Us too. Yeah. And we've had a couple, there were a couple big ones like last summer, but they were in the middle of the day. So we were like awake and like right. yeah. conscious and present and yeah. able to think it through. Well, I think this one was the closest too, because it was, it was like near Downey or something, mm-hmm. you know? And so that was really close to, the, to yeah, us I think too. it was yeah. San Gabriel, right? Yeah. yeah. Close. Yeah. Super close. And so, you know, it was, it was very real and very shaky. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just glass shattering and. I know. Wes slept through the whole thing, but we we like we sort of waited out the earthquake and then ran to his room mm-hmm. uh, because his. So I took a lot of care in his room, making sure that it was toddler proof and earthquake proof. Smart. <laughs> so like everything Those are is like hung two up. sides of the same coin. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so everything it, you can climb on. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, it's not going to fall out of the, fall off the wall if yeah. an earthquake happens. Everything is so solid because that child is a a tumbler, a climber, a and so you know if you close the door on on his room, I feel very safe with him <laughs> in there. That's so good. <laughs> no, that's definitely going to help me be more mindful on like what I put up in our house because Zach for the longest time wouldn't let me put like art pieces above our bed because like the way I wanted to do it, it was just like nail hang. Nail. Oh, oh yeah. He's like, oh, no, yeah. you got to do like the command strips and like Velcro it to He's the wall. He's right. No, you need the museum hooks. Yeah. There are like certain yeah. little earthquake proof museum yeah. hooks. That, yeah. Just Google that. You, you think I would have known by living in, a, in Southern California for as long as I have, but you know, got to be better. Uh, I mean... Yeah, earthquake, yep. uh, earthquake hooks. That that's definitely a good tip. Um, command strips. I'm not a huge fan of command strips. I think that's just an interior designer thing. Yeah, but it's they're great for uh, for rental places, which we do rent. I and know, like, but <laughs> a lot dorm of dorm life isn't that far away from me either, so <laughs> I didn't want to like put holes and get in trouble. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dorm is a little different from renting. Because in a dorm, you're only there for a year, and you know you're only there for a year. Yeah. True. Uh, so yes, command strips very appropriate for dorms yeah but, but if you're living somewhere permanently you might as well just, yeah and you know. and also it's not that hard to fill holes this is a this mm. is a like a myth that people don't realize is when you when you move into your first apartment and you look at that lease and there's all of this you know stuff stuff that says if you put holes in the wall blah blah blah, blah you have to pay for it it's a really big deal it's not because there's some there's a little something called spackle and <laughs> Rachel knows what I'm yeah. talking about. Uh, but you have to get back of those. I think the pain in the ass, though, is trying to find, like, the right paint color to go over mm. spackle. Because your landlord will for sure know if there is something <laughs> nearly saying not to put holes in the walls to cover that. Yeah. The spackle. Landlords will paint everything after you move out anyway. True. And mm-hmm. so I have lived in several um, uh, rental places where I put holes in the walls. Oh, yeah. You know, just just like. Nah, sorry guys um i put holes in the walls and then i spackle over them and and then i just leave it and the landlord has actually thanked me oh that's he's nice. yeah he's been like thank you for putting this spackle here and i'll you know and like and, and i'll sand it for him so that there's no holes in the walls and he's like this is great it's like ready to paint and i'm like yeah 
Go yeah, for it. You're welcome. Do it. <laughs> Did it. Yeah. Uh, so this place that we are currently standing in uh, has like a thousand holes in the wall. A thousand holes I mean, in the wall. This sure. is still They're going to burn this place to the ground when we leave. Hey, no the lease is, is still in here. my name. Is it really? Yes. Oh, gosh. I think the landlord's going to come back and be like, you know what? This place is done. It's not <laughs> it suitable. Is, th- this place is done. I it mean, done. we have replaced the air conditioning unit. There's been r- like three bouts of rats. When we redid the um when we redid the we put sconces in and you made over the office uh-huh, uh-huh. ned somehow was installing a sconce and wired it to the air conditioner so when you turned off the lights the ac Air's- unit went off oh that's wow. ridiculous How? that's that's just old wiring that is just old wiring because they <sighs> retro they they had to retrofit the mm-hmm. the ac to get it to be uh, like a full AC unit, you can always tell that they retrofitted the house to be to, to have a new a- AC unit because mm. the AC vents are in the floors. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Didn't know. Because most homes uh, have a like a um, an area under the floor, like a subfloor, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of these older homes don't have attics, and so you kind of have to have an attic in order to do like all the duct work and everything to do a full install unit on the on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're just retrofitting, you can just put the duct work through the floor. Uh, yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, the rats can have it. <laughs> the rats, yeah, they're gonna take over eventually anyway. They are. Yeah, they have. We're not here the, all that often. I feel like. They've moved in. Oh my god, they're scary. <laughs> they're probably like a family. Have you guys seen uh what's that movie? Come on. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Actually, I haven't come seen like it yet. I do from the like ceiling and there's like a family. The idea that our rats are ratatouille rats. That I makes do them too. more endearing. Yeah. Is and it kid friendly? Is it like something I should watch? Oh my gosh, us? yes. Wait, let me try and think if are there any villains in it? Of course there's villains in everything. We all, of we, course. Can, we can always skip through scary stuff. Yeah. yeah, you know, no, it's like very I highly recommend for Wes. Okay, Wes it's a rat that can cook. That it's sounds awesome. Rat. It's a chef rat. A yeah. chef rat. Yeah. We recently watched Wally. Uh, he loved it. He loved Did it. He? he he he. Whenever uh, we talk about Wally, he says, "Want hold hands? Aww. Want to hold hands? That's cute. Because Wally wants to hold hands with, with Eva. Eva. I'm trying Eva. to get the girls to hold each other's hands right now, <gasps> and June will go for it. And Poppy's always like, "Leave me alone." Oh, it'll happen really? though. I feel like Poppy would be the one that would want to snuggle. I think Poppy's just like I. Like when they're running around the playground, I'm like, girls, hold hands. I think she's like, I'd rather go see something. Oh I go do my own thing. Speaking of like children's movie, I was highly recommended uh, to watch Trolls for like months on end. Uh-huh. And I was just I like, yeah, it. yeah, I'll get to it. Sounds uh-huh. like something Zach is telling you to watch. Zach saw it and he was trying to get me to watch it because he knew I would like it. And I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. Like, I know I'm a peds nurse, <laughs> but I only like to watch like Pixar movies and like Trolls is not by Pixar. So it's like not my first priority. So sure. whatever. I am so sorry. <laughs> it was everything I needed. <laughs> I loved it. Neon colored trolls farting glitter. Oh my goodness. I, I have left not seen that it. movie just so happy and I immediately watched Trolls World Tour like the oh following weekend. Oh, I loved it you so loved much. It. I highly recommend you watch the first one. Okay. And Wes. Okay. But we actually tried to watch it with Wes, but the they're like it was a little bit too scary. Just, oh, is it just because the whole concept of, of being eaten. 
Yeah, I think that's just in the beginning. Mm, okay. But I would definitely recommend him watch. I don't know. When I recommended it to one of my coworkers and she was texting me, she's like, were you like high. drunk or high <laughs> watching this? Because this is insane. Just like the people, the animators who came up with like the beautiful, I enjoyed it so much. I don't, oh. I can't, I can't recommend it. You I don't want to spoil high, anything. You just loved it. I just loved it. I was just like sitting like on my couch, just like giggling. giggling and I was like, this is so nice. Like, uh, I needed it. It was just like the escape <laughs> that I needed. Oh, <laughs> that sounds wonderful. It. Yeah, huh? I'm in. I'm yeah. in too, but only if you'll come watch it with me. Oh yeah, I'll come watch it again. It okay. was, and then I recommended it to my mom, and she and she, I was like, "Please call me when you're done watching it." And she called me. She's like, "Oh my gosh, Maggie, I loved it." I was like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have not yet watched the Jinx. I'm sorry, Ariel. I'm I'm working on it. It's yeah. five episodes, and it's, the payoff. Is so, so good. It's just I, th- there. I have my shows that I watch with Ned, and then I have my shows that I watch with myself. Ned should watch the Jinx. I know, but he's seen it. It's so difficult to convince him to watch no. something that he doesn't really want to watch. Yeah, you know right. that, like Outlander. Like out. No, he actually will watch Outlander <laughs> with me. <laughs> I've convinced him. He he like finds it kind of interesting because it's like a fantasy, you know. And Ned and I are way into that's the, that's like the one genre that we agree on uh-huh. is is that sort of fantasy adventure mm-hmm. genre. And I feel like Outlander, you know, it sort of slides in there a little bit. It's it's like historical fantasy adventure. Um, oh, I just love it. Um, you know, the fact that it's like steamy just is like a, a plus. Um, you get me. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I do you think it's like it? a romance novel. I've oh never seen it either. God. I'm like sitting here just like, uh-huh. oh, you too. You, okay. This is definitely something that you should watch by yourselves. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, did you guys read romance novels like as teenagers or romance novels i think the closest thing i got was like the first 50 shades and then i had to put that down okay yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i that's, read half of the first 50 shades and i was like i don't know if that's romance though porn yeah absolutely it is absolutely yeah. porn and i think it is healthy to <laughs> to read porn and to read romance novels i was way into romance novels uh in college actually mm. i started a um like a romance novel library <laughs> With with like just some random friends. Oh my gosh! And so what we would do this is we is so we would fun. we would put would trade them. We, we would put romance novels in each other's mailboxes, and then so we would like funny. like nobody would talk about them, but we like knew that they, that we were reading them. Uh-huh. Oh, it's just oh, I just love romance novels. They're so just crappy. Yeah, <laughs> like just terrible, terrible writing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There, they, you, you you can read them so quickly. And and there's just so they're just smut. They are just yeah. smut. And actually, um, so instead of uh, I I do not remember having a like sex talk with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, like I specifically don't remember. Yeah. Um, so I I just I don't remember really specifically having a sex talk with my parents. But I do remember when I was like 15, my mom gave me the Clan of the Cave Bear. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, do you guys, oh no. my gosh, have you have you heard of the movie or just anything about it? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh my goodness. Okay, <laughs> this is a genre I have never experienced. Oh, you guys! I remember like sneaking off when my mom would drop me off at like the local like movie bookstore, like mm-hmm. Barnes and Noble, like yeah. Starbucks. I just hang out in there sometimes and just like go through aisles. And I would like open when I was like fourteen. I remember like opening the romance novel book and it was just like softcore porn and I'm just it like is. sitting there. My mom's like, "Where? What are you doing?" And I just like go out to the next town. I think just like browsing. You know, okay, browsing. So, yeah. so Fifty Shades is like the 
is like the clan of the cave bear of the 2000s okay, okay. um the clan of the cave bear i can't i couldn't even tell you when it came out i'll have to look it up somebody somebody fact check me but i'm pretty but like it it was turned into a movie with um who played uh uh hannah no no um uh miles help me out here do you, do you think miles knows smut no, no, no. I, I don't think Miles knows Smut, but I think Miles knows the names of actresses. Right, I'm pretty sure. Daryl Hannah. There you oh, go. Sorry. Oh, okay. she's older. This yeah, is yeah. old. It's, it's very old. It was in the 80s. Wow. It's from the 80s. Yeah, Clan yeah. Of the so, cave so the movie is from the 80s, but the so it's a series of books. It's a series of books called Clan of the Cave Bear. But the first one. Do you own them? I used to. We don't okay. really own that many like physical books anymore. Right, right. <laughs> Especially like paperbacks, you know? Um, we actually own quite a few physical books. Excuse me, I lied. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're all like, you know, d- books that d- look good. <laughs> yes. Interior design Architectural Digest me. books. Yes, Architectural Digest books, books and board books mm-hmm. for children. Yeah. Uh, but paperbacks, not so much. And these are like massive, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I had all, I, like I had all the Outlander books. I had all the Clan of the Cave Bear books, but they were, they, they all used to belong to my mom. Mm-hmm. Because my mom loved this book too, and she passed it on to me. Generational, and so I, Smut. I probably read it when I was like fourteen or fifteen. And let me give you just like a brief synopsis. So your it, mom didn't have the sex talk with you. She passed over some Fifty Shades of Grey. She sexy she passed book. over like like the you know last century's version of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. Uh, okay. So the. <laughs> the brief synopsis is there is this um it's it's no it's it's, it's so ridiculous Can to you even tell talk us? about it's so ridiculous to even talk about all right uh are you feeling hot and bothered just thinking about it i will soon but um <laughs> okay so there is this woman i can't i think her name's like isla or something like that and um she is okay so you know where humans break off from neanderthals uh-huh. Okay, she is a human, but uh, her she gets split up from her family in like a huge earthquake, and um, and so a Neanderthal family takes her in, and uh, and so she grows up in this ne- Neanderthal clan, mm-hmm. um, but she is like this beautiful blonde woman. <laughs> and, <laughs> she is and, like, Ariel, and 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 she has to like she has to marry this like Neanderthal man, and uh, turns out like. She, her, like, sexual parts are smaller than theirs. And so, you know, she just what? has this terrible experience with, uh, like, with. That sounds <laughs> like. doesn't awful. sound hard at all. Wait, wait, though. So then she gives birth to a half Neanderthal, half human baby. How scientific is this? It's not. <laughs> it's not. Oh my it's God. not scientific It sounds at all. a little like Twilight. Wait, but so, 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 so that's only like the first act of the book. Okay. But then she, uh, so, so like something happens and she leaves the clan. Mm-hmm. It's called the clan of the cave bear uh, mm-hmm. is, is, is this clan because she's just so different. And she meets another human. She meets another human man and guess what is so this guy is kind of an, like a he's sort of a, a you know out on his own as well mm-hmm. um but you're not going to believe why it's because his penis <laughs> is so big that <laughs> that like he can't have sex with any women without hurting them but 
Isla has, has now story? had story has now had this experience with <laughs> with, a, with a Neanderthal like man <laughs> that she she's like it, it, they fit perfectly <laughs> together and, and it's like, like it's like this it's like this 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 sexual revelation for both of them that they're like we're perfect for each other. Oh my god. This man has been outed because his dick is too big. Yes. She's like it's yes. not as big as the was Neanderthals so get on over here. Was That's this what? written by a man? I have no, no, it was, oh. I'm pretty sure it was written by a woman. Okay, um, okay but that's like, that, so, so that's like the first two acts that of the That was book. your first introduction to like. It's, I'm, I'm really. Why didn't we wow. talk about the sex is awkward podcast? <laughs> I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm giving you guys, you know, like that's the, that's the like down and dirty uh, uh, explanation of, mm-hmm. of, of sort of how the book goes. But there's, there's really, there's a lot of tender moments. Yeah. Tender, um, yeah. That wasn't what I expected it to be. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, I know. Um, but so that's so that's just the first book, and, and the first book is like three inches tall, there and it's more. like this big. There are like ten. Whoa! Are they the adventures of Isla and and the- like John Johnard or like he he has a mm-hmm. name that starts with a J? Um, but yeah, so so yeah, so the two of them then get together and uh, and they set off to find like more humans and so it's sort of you know then the story of them living together and like i think they have children or maybe isla can't have children anymore i can't remember along the way and there's there's like there's uh, trippy stuff where like the clan of the cave bear um like they take some there's like mystical things happening and Mm -hmm. it's it's nuts it's nuts. wow Um, (laughs) mags do you feel compelled to read it um, I, it's it's really I it's really enjoyed really Ariel's synopsis. I think that was enough. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a really good read. You didn't <laughs> sell it. No, I'm okay. Let me try again. Let, let me try, try again. again. No, no, no. You know again. what? I'm on board but, with trolls, but I'm not on board with cave bear. Oh, you man. gotta watch trolls. Okay. I love that we're like putting these. I'm pretty sure I was upset. I found out this weekend that it didn't get as high of a score as I thought on Rotten Tomatoes, and I just you know, I couldn't get. I was so beside myself. I think everyone should watch it, especially now. <laughs> yeah, because it's just so happy. Yeah. Yeah, put your yeah. phones away, turn down the lights, trolls. <laughs> trolls. <laughs> I love that all of this is like sexy now. Sexy. Trolls, Any, cave bear. It's 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 quarantine times. Everything oh. is sexy. Everything is sexy. <laughs> um, Everything is the most unsexy. All right. <laughs> if true. you have time, yeah. Watch the movie. <laughs> I I I don't recommend the movie as much as I recommend the book mm-hmm. because the movie is is just kind of strange because uh-huh. there's no language. Like they don't speak they grunt at each other oh my god um, <laughs> so daryl hannah's just grunting her way through this movie yes yes what, what? um you know and, wow and like, wow the 80s were wild but like she looks great yeah i mean she looks she's... awesome there's like face paint and like leather you know it's, oh, okay. it's fun it's fun um it's a romp and uh a grunty romp it's a grunty romp but there's definitely and then when she meets like or maybe it seems like jorah or something like that but anyway if and seriously like if you're reading and you're looking for a book mm-hmm. just 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 take it back a couple like a few decades and go to the clan of the cape bear because you will not be disappointed <laughs> i promise there is so much that happens in this book and it is it's like it's Outlander level smut, you know. It's like, okay, 
pretty okay. graphic sexual grunting. Like, no, that was, <laughs> the grunting doesn't really come across in the book as much as it comes across in the movie. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, I feel like I wow. should stop talking. Like, <laughs> this, is, this has been so insightful into <laughs> who you are, Ariel. Clan oh of the K Fair is a sexual awakening. It, it, you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna be embarrassed about it. It was. It was. It was. It was. Um, I'm not sure how or why. Because it, now looking back on it, it is a very strange book. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anywho. Um, Rachel, let's talk about you. <laughs> How do we pivot? <laughs> we can't. We, we can't. can't. I know. Oh my god. Oh my, oh my god. Um, I mean, I feel like this is this is a very important topic for Maggie and I to talk about because uh, Zach and Ned are in the same fantasy football league. I uh, last year was asked to be on Hannah Hart's fantasy football league, and I had to politely decline. Mm-hmm. I've was, been asked it's like an all women's league. league. I think oh. it was one of Zach's friends. He's like, oh, does Maggie want to be a part of our? And I was. I had to politely decline. Yeah. <laughs> Not clear, interested. I would you. also politely decline. <laughs> but one of my really go- close girlfriends is really into it and like is really good. Wow. But it's just good for her. Yeah. Have, have you guys ever watched The League? It's like it's like a I've watched Friday Night Lights. Not I've heard similar, of the dating app. I, I get where you're going with that. I, I appreciate where you're going with that. Yeah. Um, yes, Friday Night Lights is great. It's so good. It's yeah. so, so That's good. That's my kind of football. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Ned actually uh, did a monologue in when we were living in Chicago. He did all of Friday Night Lights in 60 seconds. Whoa. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it was pretty funny. hilarious. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Okay. It's, it's on one of his, like, reels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, football season started two weeks ago. And uh, Maggie, how are you faring? Zach's been a part of two fantasy football drafts that were all like two hours on two separate weekends. Only two hours? Yes. <laughs> Only. <laughs> and we have this unspoken rule that like when just like right in the morning, right in the morning when we're both like waking up, uh-huh. setting intentions for the day, like mm-hmm. I don't like to hear fantasy football uh white noise or podcast because like a lot of the times well he has Sirius and his Prius and he'll turn it on and it'll just be like fantasy football and he'll sometimes I'll fall asleep on long car rides and he'll I'll just wake up to it and I'll be like turn it off <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the sound of football white noise plus uh fantasy football podcasts and uh radio shows just haunt my dreams thank you this Sunday though he woke up and he usually will wake me up and bring Bowie into the room. He snuck out of the bedroom and went into the he living room. Out. So he could have, I mean, Who I understand. That? I understand because he wanted to have, he wanted to listen to fantasy football on loud. On loud without <laughs> on loud, Maggie saying without to Maggie. turn it down. Oh yeah, or gosh. to turn it down. Because like, I don't make, I, when I want to listen to my things, I'll put my podcast or my ear, ear buddies in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he snuck out. He snuck out, so he didn't say good morning. No, he didn't say it. He usually like wakes me up with music. He'll usually Mm -hmm. be dancing to some sort of whatever, (laughs) which is always so fun. But this this Sunday morning, he tiptoed out and he's like, oh, you looked tired. I was like, sure, (laughs) sure, 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 sure. So luckily football season is not as long as baseball season and zach does not participate in fantasy is fantasy i think fantasy baseball thing is a thing. i have absolutely no idea I don't know. seems so long but 
Oh, I, I couldn't even imagine. And and basketball too. When yeah, anyway. I'm glad. Oh, I mean, I like sports. I I enjoy watching sports. I enjoy like partaking in sports. Yeah, but there is a level to which you have to pay attention in fantasy in in in, in to football if you are seriously playing fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I feel like this this year for some reason Ned is just like way more into it then i mean quarantine I want hobbies quarantine I think yeah. yeah i think it's quarantine and he has hobbies. more time to listen to like the theory behind oh and like goodness. what's happening in the league yeah it's like a whole yeah. can of worms i when i was not to poo poo on sports at all but when i was first dating zach i didn't know that he was such a football head he really <laughs> is he is yeah zach's pretty into it yeah i mean i know that was something that uh really connected zach and ned <laughs> from the beginning was that they could talk about football yeah it's it's crazy it, yeah it it it's not something that i grew up with my my dad was never really into football or like you know crazy sports fanatic or anything like that yeah i remember the first uh thanksgiving that we spent together we were at my parents house and um uh to so my family we do this thing where we wake up you know slowly of course it's it, it is a holiday after all and um and we start drinking at like 10 a.m <laughs> we we like we we start drinking champagne or you know whatever else and we make we make our um uh dough gobs which mm-hmm. is basically like uh sweet monkey bread mm-hmm. and um and then we start cooking the turkey because of course the turkey has to you know it, it takes like five hours or whatever because we always make it a turkey that's way bigger than what we, what we actually need mm-hmm. because my dad is a huge um turkey sandwich fanatic and so Got you know it. it's like you know turkey sandwiches for days after that but so we start really early and I think it got to be about 1 p.m. And Ned's like, so are we going to turn on football? <laughs> and we're like, sorry, what? Why who? would we do that? <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. Who did you invite? <laughs> football? <laughs> what? No. And so Ned, had, Ned like disappeared into the other room and just was watching football while the rest of us were cooking and drinking. Oh, my God. And we were like, what is doing who is this man who is this person but then we spent uh thanksgiving with his family and there was there was very little cooking and quite a bit of football watching um so now i can see why it was different yeah but those podcasts those fantasy footballers podcasts i they must make one every day because i feel like ned is listening to them all all the time the time he's set to win whatever that and yet, bucket of prize money that he gets at the mm-hmm. end is that yeah and didn't yet, they come close last year one of them zach I or ned know. i don't know okay. i think zach maybe have come close but my sweet sweet husband i love him so much mm-hmm. so much and he spends so much time on his fantasy team like planning for the draft like planning his roster every week and he has never won oh he has never won i hope this year is is, is his year but i like I don't think it's statistically possible for the amount of time that he has been playing fantasy football oh my God. to never have won. Like there must has be, he gone close? Like second? He gets he, he does get close. Okay. He gets he gets close like pretty much well, it may just be the way that he talks about it. He's like, I think I'm gonna make it this year. I think I'm gonna make it. <laughs> He's I'm very like, optimistic. good for you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. What about Zach? Has he ever won? I think so. I'm not. I'm so bad. I don't know. Yeah, I know he's no, come no. close. I know he he gives me like the week by week 
on like how he's doing and I'm like yay <laughs> but I have no idea what's going on I yeah, say yay no matter what he says he's like I'm not doing great this week you're like oh yay honey <laughs> I think he came close last year if I remember correctly but Z- one of Zach's them did like, I recall <laughs> yeah I don't remember Maybe who Zach. and there's like different kinds of leagues where I think he was a part of one where you have to just pick one team that won't lose that weekend and that's different um, from fantasy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Impressive. fantasy football takes too much a part of my life. So let's talk about something. Let's else. talk about something else. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so we've, we've been getting a lot of email questions about Rachel. And we have realized how rude of us that we haven't actually addressed who she is and what she means to us. So she is the heart of the podcast. <laughs> she works so hard with us to come up with uh exciting things and move conversations along but she is also one of the lead producers of try guys llc so we wanted to formally introduce you guys to her and talk about her background and how she ended up working with us because she Uh is a phenomenal uh part of the team and and just a phenomenal person too i mean rachel is is a our best friend our mom our (laughs) our everything yes um, now to rachel to Rachel. <laughs> well, when we started the podcast, I was just sitting over here, just chit-chatting and adding in stuff and hanging out because I was like your target audience, right? <laughs> you are my people. And then one of you, I think Ariel was like, well, why don't you just mic her? So I was like, yeah, sure. I'll come sit with you. Yeah. So, <laughs> And here we are. Come sit with us. So the producers of the podcast are Miles, which everyone knows, and myself for some creative producing. And then we have the ladies who are the hosts. But yeah, how I met the guys. I made a commercial with Ned and Ariel in 2017. Oh, wow. I, that was three. Um, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I made three commercials with them before when Ariel was about halfway through her pregnancy with mm-hmm. Wes. It was mm-hmm. when we were still at BuzzFeed. We're still at BuzzFeed, um, and I loved you guys. We had <laughs> such a good time. I felt similarly. We the same thing, um, and I think we felt very like akin. We were doing the same sort of things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, we realized we both bought houses within like you know a few months of each other. We had the same realtor. We were living in neighboring neighborhoods. Yeah, we both owned doodles. You know, we were just like ah, clearly destined to be friends. And then when the guys left BuzzFeed, they called me and asked me to come interview to, you know, start this company. Actually, they just asked me to produce like 24 videos over the course of like eight weeks or something. They didn't say like start a company, hire a bunch of people, we'll staff everyone and <laughs> go from there. Because I think I would have been like, I don't know how to do that. They don't. I don't know you guys. That seems yeah. like uh, seems like a lot more work than maybe more one work. person can do. Yes. <laughs> and that seems like too much, but they just asked me to make a slate of videos, which gotcha. that I can do. Um, and so I came and interviewed here. And actually, the first time I met the guys, so Ned and I knew each other. Um, I saw them at Ned and Ariel's baby shower. So the first time, and the only one I noticed was Keith. Of course, because, because Keith the ring baby, was the diaper baby, the ring yes. baby, he was in naked. A, with a an adult sized diaper. diaper on. That's the first time I met Keith. Um, and you <laughs> I'm know, so sad we are not bringing the ring baby back, but we should. Ring I baby. know. If I we know. do a Zoom something, the ring baby has to come. Agreed. Agreed. Or if you have a third. So Keith <laughs> was. I saw him in a diaper, and then I came and interviewed with the guys, and um, 
I was sitting at your dining room table. <laughs> okay, with them. Wait, 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 that transition was hilarious. I, know. I saw Keith in a diaper, <laughs> and it wasn't weird. So <laughs> then I decided to take a job with them. Um, well, I gave it an interview. It was cool. <laughs> Eugene was sitting there. Ned was sitting there. Keith was sitting there, and Zach was sitting there with a bloody towel to his <gasps> mouth. He had just come from the dentist and had some sort of extraction done, and I what? was so distracted. <laughs> and I was like. Are you okay? I don't he's remember that. Just like giving me, like sitting and chatting, and we're having an interview as if it's totally normal. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, this was your interview. This I was my you interview. The baby shower. I was like, Wait, what? No, I didn't notice Zach <laughs> at the baby shower because he was not naked from the waist down. Got it. Got it. So I didn't recall or the waist who up. he was or the waist up. <laughs> yeah, was, or Eugene. Both fully clothed, didn't notice them. Not memorable. <laughs> got um, it. Got it. Only Keith was super memorable. But Zach was like bleeding. I just kept thinking this man should be at home. What is he doing here? Typical Zach. <laughs> you know, got to start that company. Starting a company. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And then I decided to work with them. You had Wes like a day later. Oh, my gosh. I thought this thing's going to the ground. They just had a baby. <laughs> yeah. It's not I mean, Ned happening. Just, just turned off for six weeks or whatever. Yeah. And Eugene got cast in a movie. So it was just Keith, Zach, and I. And we were just meeting at various people's homes. We were like me at Keith's house, then Zach's house, then Keith's house, then Zach's house. And I just thought, this isn't happening. I but actually have, have, haven't have heard that many stories from that period of time. Oh, yeah, because you were out. I, I, was, yeah. I was otherwise occupied. Yes. Uh, but I do, I just, I remember something from one of their video from their like, we started a company video, mm -hmm. where they were working from our old dining room table. Uh-huh. Yeah. But so, so you were going back and forth to like their places, just trying right. to keep things afloat. In the first couple weeks, we were just meeting at people's houses. Um because you guys were still here. You had not That's totally right. moved in over there. Our video equipment was here, but you were also here. And I would like come pick up a camera and Wes would be in like the little up a baby bassinet with yes. your mom or something. Because we didn't have anything else to keep You didn't have keep like a nursery, in. yeah. Aww. So he was just in the stroller he bassinet. He was in the stroller bassinet. Oh. And he'd be asleep and we'd like take a couple pieces of equipment and sneak out and it was chaos it was that's why i was like this isn't happening but it did <laughs> it did it happen. did i expected them all to call it quits and be like it's too much it's too hard but they didn't they persevered with your help too with my help and yeah, organization i was employee one uh, or five if you count them as employees wow which Rachel. is so fun i know honorary try guys <laughs> <laughs> i know well seriously i mean at this point and then i i knew ariel but i didn't meet you guys i think i met Becky, when we were just like working at Keith's house, like in passing, but we mm -hmm. were working, so we just said hi. But I don't think I met you until I, the we first went time to... I met you, I think you guys were having a meeting, and I like awkwardly. <laughs> I remember you just came you... to get Bowie to walk him or something. Yes, and yeah. I, and then I remember Zach. This is our a producer, Rachel. I was like, hi, Rachel, nice mm -hmm. to meet you. And I just remember sitting and like yeah. watching you guys like have a meeting and i was just like in the corner just like smiling yeah <laughs> like a creeper <laughs> the cutest in the creeper. way <laughs> but the first time we all hung out i'll never forget it was vidcon and yes. i was there to help the boys i was running like light sound like i was running the board for their show mm -hmm. um and helping them put that together which was overly ambitious um i was gonna it's say a i don't recall you doing that uh, anytime after that, no. <laughs> so is that something that you in your skill set? No, uh, they they just they were like, oh yeah. So someone 
who knows the show has to like call all the music cues, sound cues, light cues. And you're the only person. Can you sit in the board and do it? And I had marked it out and Eugene and I went over it that morning and there was something like 286 cues that I Whoa. live called the show with a full team on the board on the headsets. So how did you learn how to do that? Did you YouTube? I just, <laughs> more like just on the job. We had yeah. one tech rehearsal and then we did it. See, this is what I love about Rachel. Yeah. Like, and then as we've gotten to know you, I feel like I've just gotten to know all of these all of these times that you have done this sort of thing. Yeah. Where, where, Rachel where you're just is like, like, yeah, yeah. I sort of fell into this at one point and then uh, <laughs> then I got really good at this and then you know, I don't know. I was I was a nanny in, yeah. in New York yeah. for a while. You know, like I was I was bemoaning like I, when Wes was really little. I was like, I don't know what to do about childcare. Like, yeah, I don't know what to do with the child. And <laughs> and Rachel's like, Oh yeah, I was a nanny. I I can help you out. Like, you know, what do you what do you want to know? Yeah. If, every time, what every time, Rachel's things. like, I got you. Yeah. You. You. <laughs> well, when it comes to babies, I got you. Yeah, you do. You were also an elementary school teacher? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I taught kindergarten and second grade. <gasps> Only second grade for a year. Did you know I that? wanted the little I did ones. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel's like a little onion, according to Shrek. <laughs> she has very many layers. Many, many layers. Yeah. yeah. Those long 35 years, you oh know. Oh, my gosh. No, but having like a complete career change from right. kindergarten teaching to producing, that's like, whoa. Well, yeah. yeah, what happened there? It's a very juicy story. I've debated whether I don't tell people very often. Well, yeah, I'm asking it. because I don't know it. So I taught, you don't have to tell it if you don't want to, but I, I'm desperate. I you will. can tell me. You can tell me other. Okay, okay. no, no, I'll tell. Um, because it's not not public knowledge, but I was a teacher in New York, mm-hmm. um, and I taught at a really fancy all girls private school. Mm-hmm. Um, very academically prestigious, loved it. And my college boyfriend, who I'd been dating for seven years at that point, decided to go to graduate school in Seattle, so I moved with him. Mm-hmm. And I came after schools had started. I didn't have my teaching license in Washington State. And so I just didn't know what I was going to do. And one of my parents of one of my kids was Tina Fey, who I was close oh with. No big deal. I, I have heard that part of the story. <laughs> and she, when I moved out west, she goes, well, do you want to work on a show out there? I could get you on a show. Um, how about Portlandia? And I said, no, that's not in Seattle. And so I moved to Seattle and I started, I was working actually for a company back in Brooklyn. I was writing Science nonfiction for preschoolers for a learning app started by a former mom of mine and Caroline Kennedy. So that is what I was doing. (laughs) And I couldn't make any friends in Seattle because I was like flying to Brooklyn to like work on this app and coming back. I just wasn't invested. So finally, I was like, okay, I'm lonely and I'm sad. And I called Tina. I was like, yes, I want to work on Portlandia. Put me in. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Put me in, coach. Put me in. And so she got me a job PAing on Portlandia. That is um, insane. Yeah. And like, so I moved what, to Portland that summer. Like, how did you, how long did it take from you going from a PA to being a producer? Oh my God, not my stomach, sorry. How long did <laughs> it know, take you? 10%. How long did it take you to pivot from being a PA well, um, and like kind of climb the ladder there? Super long. So I PA'd half a season when there was um, a whole shift change on the crew in Portland because the AD left and a bunch of people shifted up. So the second half of the season, I was the director's assistant. Mm. And so then when I came back, 
Um, the next season, actually, I moved to LA that winter to work on post uh, with the director and a small post team. And then I followed him to commercials, um, pilots, and another show. And when I came back, I was like a writer's assistant, director's assistant with him. And then uh, he went to do a show in Canada. So I came back to LA and I worked as a director's assistant for another person at a commercial production company. Actually, Zach and I overlapped by one day, we think, on a job I did oh with the gosh. same director, uh, the director of Portlandia. And um, at this commercial production company, they were starting a VR department, brand new. No one knew anything about virtual reality. And they just gave me a budget and said, go produce this VR piece this narrative piece. So do I you do did. VR too? Yes, I produced early, so early she days did. VR. Wow. <laughs> so I did. They literally handed me like 35000 in cash that I kept in this little thing, which was nothing to them. And they were like, go make this. Like a lunchbox. Yeah, That's... I had like a little zippered thing. I had like so much cash in there. I put it in my backpack. I never took it off. That's mind boggling. Like... like, did you have mentors at the time or did you, it was kind of just learn as you, you go? You know, I had this one producer who I really liked who, I was like, can you send me a budget I can copy? And he was like, yes, I'll send you like an editable budget. And he sat down with me for like a couple hours one day and went through and sort of showed me some tips and tricks. But the first budget I turned in for that PR piece to the like overall company production manager, which like a month or two after it was done, I turned in my rap budget and he was like, oh girl, you spent more than this because you did not account for this, this, and this, which yeah. I had paid on time cards, but not accounted for because I didn't know what I was doing. Oh no. But he was like, it's okay, it's okay. Um, it was such chump change to this giant company that like they didn't care. But from then on, I was just producing. Wow. You know? I took that one. So I that quit was a being span a of assistant. Three years? Five years? Two and a half. That is... That's yeah, LA. That's fast. Baby. That's LA, baby. <laughs> wow. You know, I moved here. I did, because we did Portlandia, commercials, commercials, pilot, pilot, Portlandia, all within a calendar year. Mm. And then I was the director's assistant. So, yeah, just under two. And I only did two commercials with him as his assistant before I started producing the VR pieces. Wow. Um, and then I was just producing from then on out. So, you led this fancy, fancy life in New York and oh, so Portland. Fancy. <laughs> And, and and in LA, I I do not know how we snagged you. Seriously, <laughs> you 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 are now in the rat house, <laughs> house. But you know what? If the guys had said, if on during that interview they had said, "Come run this company, figure out you know how to get people." health insurance and 401ks and hire a full staff. I would have been like, no, I don't, that's not what I do. Mm -hmm. But they just eked me in and I'm doing like, I think it's a, I think it's a dream job. It's, and it's pretty fun. even dreamier now that I have a co-producer, Nick, who's here too, because it's a big <laughs> job. But um, it's really great. And I just hope that like the guys and I will do more and more things that are like outside of our comfort zone in our wheelhouse. We have the channel, bigger. it's yeah. running, bigger, bigger, but like bigger. podcasts, you know, yeah. um, maybe some other, we're making a documentary right yeah. now. It's almost locked. It's it's nearly there. I know, I've hired I know. a finishing house. We're almost done. We watched it last night. You know, like I'm getting to do things that I didn't dream that I would get to do. Yeah, because so, working on film sets, I'm sure is very 
different. Very different. And I do feel invigorated when we do these bigger shoots because it right, goes back you get, to like... You get the best of both worlds where... Yeah. That's cool. It's really cool. I think it's pretty limitless where we can go. Yeah. You know. I mean, you're your family now. Yeah. yeah. It's true. I would never... You know. I know. These are my people now. I know. These are my guys. Yeah. <gasps> yep. So yeah, yeah. that's how I went from PAing to producing. Yeah. I don't tell a lot of people the Tina Fey story. Yeah. <laughs> I can Keep understand why. Close. I can understand why. Yes. Do you still have Tina Fey's number in your yes, phone book? Yes, sometimes we still chat. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love her. And I love her kids. So there are, like, a handful of kids who I still keep up with because, oh. like, those were my kids, you yeah. know? Yeah, I, know. I was their first teacher. So I feel like it's different yeah. when you're a kindergarten teacher. Oh, yeah. And they're now all, like, graduating middle school. Oh, wow. my gosh. They're teenagers. Mm, yes. I still remember my first kindergarten. Well, my only kindergarten teacher. But <laughs> <laughs> doesn't she hold a special place in your heart? Yes, mm-hmm. I do. I had a, I had Montessori kindergarten. So we had like four teachers. Well, I, I don't remember one particularly. Really? Yeah. I also have a terrible memory of like childhood. Yeah. And not because I had a terrible childhood. <laughs> That sounded like you had a bad I know, time. No, 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 no. It, it is completely the opposite. I I had such a, a like a wonderful normal childhood. I I I don't remember anything like standing out. Like my sister has a great memory, and she she remembers like you know feelings that she had when she was like a, an infant. Yeah, wow. yeah, I know. I know, and and I you know now that now that I have had an infant, I'm like, oh, you know, he's he, he's probably you know getting these feelings and remembering like the feelings that he had being snuggled and all that kind of stuff. But I just as a as a child, I don't have any like, I just can't remember those really just out big memories. I don't know. Mm. It's it's more of a like just a general feeling. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I have a. Um, I, we we used to live in Long Beach. And, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's where I, that's like down where I was born because my dad was working at a uh, like a refinery down there. I always mm. think of you as Texas. Yeah, we moved there when I was six. Yeah, so six to fifteen, I was in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, but from one to six, I was here in. I realized Hill. that you. I thought that when you came here, it was with Ned, and that was it. No, no, my my parents moved down here, and I was born here. <gasps> yeah. You're a California girl. I am, even I, though you were and my Texas. so my mom has brown eyes and my dad has blue eyes mm-hmm. and my grandmother always jokes that if um, so both of my parents are from Washington state and so um my grandmother always jokes that if I had been born in Washington state that I would have brown eyes, brown hair. <laughs> uh, but because I was born you're in LA baby. because I was a California baby, both Danielle and I were California babies and we both have Blue eyes, blonde hair. Mm-hmm. It's it's fascinating. It's just in the water. Yeah, it is in the water. Well, explain um, me, me, <laughs> <laughs> Maggie. Uh, you're Peruvian. I don't think I know. there was any chance in works. the world <laughs> oh my for gosh. you to be a blondie. Yeah, yeah, no way. Yeah, I've tried colored contacts. It doesn't quite uh, translate as well on oh, me. I look like an alligator. Beautiful. <laughs> you know eyes. That? I've we seen all colored contacts. We've all like when we were 14, like went to downtown LA and bought colored contacts oh just God, to see what it so would look body. like. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I look like an alligator, and they would like fold. Yeah. What's, what's that? Li- I've, so I've I've never used colored contacts. I've actually never used contacts. <gasps> Do at you all. see normal? You see normal, and I wore glasses at the time. I still wear glasses now, but I wear contacts. Um, but 
Are they prescription? They're not prescription, and I actually got a corneal ulcer. <gasps> I was gonna say, like you bought from them just contact from like a street vendor. Or yeah. Something? Oh boy. I mean, <laughs> if you take care of them, they should not give you a corneal ulcer. But I was a very not smart person when it came to colored contacts. I like remember like napping in them once, and <gasps> basically, you're supposed to use. Like you're supposed to wash your hands before you put your contacts in and like use contact solution. I don't know what I was doing. I think that like they would dry out a lot because they just weren't made a lot. No, I think that this was just like one instance where I like went through a little like phase where I wanted yeah. to wear them and <laughs> like, like an accessory. <laughs> they were like, you know, like honey, I'm, yeah. I'll wear these earrings and I'll wear these contacts. Yeah, <laughs> so, and I remember. This is, sounds terrible because, like, I work in the health. Now you oh, sound fourteen. You did not. Okay, at fourteen, children. I didn't. And I remember just being in class once, and my contact was drying out, and I put it in my mouth, and I just like <gasps> moistened it. <laughs> and then I put it back in my eye. No. Yes. Yes. That That's not sanitary. So bad. I am not like that anymore. But. <laughs> Like, I think a day later, I remember looking at the smart board and my eyes, like, I, they were very sensitive to light. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, it kind of hurts to look at the board. Like, I'm going to tell my mom. So my mom takes me to the optometrist and my, the optometrist looks at my light underneath the microscope and is like, oh, my God, we have to re- refer you to an ophthalmologist. There's something there. I got a corneal ulcer That's from a no. bacteria. So what, what happened? A bacteria, like ate through my cornea luckily it wasn't on the iris but it's still like Could you very have lost t- your sight yes if it had oh been my on God. my iris or my pupil i would have lost vision from putting your contact in your mouth or getting or just not being super careful I mean, yeah the mouth didn't help no my mouth did not help <laughs> so don't do that don't do that use contacts lost your vision i could have lost from my like colored contacts and wanted to have contacts. blue eyes yeah so stupid i hate my 14 year old oh my gosh yeah so what a permanent luckily i just like used antibiotic drops Uh and it went away but even when i go to the optometrist now i always ask can you see my ulcer or like the scar Mm -hmm. from my ulcer and you can still see it from underneath the microscope but i remember just looking into the mirror that day when i was having light sensitivity and i just Mm -hmm. saw like a gray fleck (gasps) so that's a lesson to you and that's what it also looks like in your eyes just a little I mean, sometimes they're not even visible by eye, but huh. like they're that small where it just like, it's like eating away at your cornea. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, so that, Yeah. That's like scary. Thank goodness. I know. So don't, don't so do scary. that. Don't do that. Don't Wash do your hands. That. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah. Middle schoolers. High Almost high schoolers. So stupid. Oh my so God. So stupid. <laughs> All right. We are getting to the end of this episode. Um, we have so much more to talk about with Rachel. Um, we will peel back all the layers of this onion. We'll get there. We will Later. get there. Uh, we, we were planning on talking about your reality TV experience, <laughs> uh, which I recently learned about. I, I truly, I, I just I just feel like every time I talk that. to Rachel, there is something else that she tells me that I'm like, where did that come from? Um, so that'll happen. Well, I'm sure we'll figure that out. Yeah. So um, wait for those layers of onions. Uh, I, I certainly can't wait because I feel like there's just going to be so much more juicy, juicy bits. I'll try and come up with something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, thank you everybody for listening and uh, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. 
and uh, comment in the comment section what uh, what else you want to hear about. What do you, what what do you want us to talk about? Um, clearly, I will not be talking about Clan of the Cave Bear again because I <laughs> that that did not go over well. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I. Oh, and anywho, um, <laughs> peace out, guys. We'll talk to you later.